Hello and welcome back to the Men You're Not Alone podcast. This is episode 59. It's a solo episode. And this one, I'm actually recording it literally right on the heels of 57. And it's a couple of subjects that that I've been intending to do. And I finally got a moment to sit down and record some future episodes. So this one, I'm going to devote to being single and to not see that as a curse. And for men... If you're in the United States in a gynocentric culture, which we are, uh, women, not women, men have been conditioned to think that men should be more like women. And, and I would attribute that to at least 40 years, uh, probably 60 years of somewhere in 65, I mean, 45, 50 years. I don't know, since sometime probably in the late 60s, early 70s where divorce became so prominent in the United States and the and women's uh, rights, I put that in air quotes, uh, women's liberation became a big movement. And I don't think it was born organically. I don't. I think it was seeded into our culture to divide the family, to fracture the family, regardless of what it looked like. Because when I look at the fruit, the Bible says that to judge a tree by the fruit it bears. And I look at the fruit that women's liberation is born, and what we have is a bunch of latchkey kids. We have daughters with no real connection to their mothers, which is uh, theorized as being what is leading toward uh, the unexplainable, again, I'm using air quotes around unexplainable, uh, rapid increase in narcissistic personality disorder and borderline personality disorder among females, and the serious mental illness uh, that has been spiking in females now for uh, several years. And so I want to devote this one to being single. And so if you're a man and you're single, you've been in a relationship and you're now done, and or you've just been single for a while, or maybe you've never dated somebody, maybe you've never had a serious relationship, maybe you've never been married, whatever the case is, I would say I don't it's not regular for me to see men who have come out of a relationship feel like they need to jump back into a relationship. That's not the way men are wired, even though in a gynocentric culture like the United States, where men are encouraged to be more like women um, because they have been raised by single females who uh, sort of destroyed their husbands in divorce court or family law, cleaned them out financially, took away their kids and now women who don't know how to build men have been raising men for at least uh, one very long generation or probably two generations at least. And and I, I will get to that subject that, that it does take a man to build a better man. <sighs> Coffee pot. That, that women don't build a better man. A man builds a better man. And I would argue that that a woman builds a better woman than a man builds a better woman. And we've completely fractured that. That that opportunity is gone for men. And since mothers wind up with custody almost exclusively across the country, and they have for decades, that I don't know. It's just it, we have created quite a. We have allowed a mess to be created, and and we think that we uh, did it for a good cause. When actually, I think it was thrust into our. It was seeded into our culture, and so then you've got women going out into the workforce. They have no connection to their daughters because they're not at home. They ha- they don't have a chance to make much of a connection with their daughters. Their daughters grow up feeling that detachment. Hence, it starts giving birth to what they're classifying as mental disorders. I would just argue that it's the fruit of a broken culture that I believe 
is an intentional destructive insertion into our culture. And and honestly, we've been groomed not to ask the questions, could this have been seeded into our culture intentionally by people who don't have the best interests of the people at heart, regardless of what they look like, what regardless of what they appear to be doing? So anyway, if you're single, um, again, I don't find a lot of guys like desperately urging, you know, urgent, like they they feel like they need to jump back into a relationship. Most again, most guys again are not wired that way. Most guys are pretty good being alone. I do have some that that barely get out of a destructive relationship, and two days later, they are just like to even feel like they exist. They have to be back in another destructive relationship, and those men I offer very little counsel to. You know, I just. If you go down that road, you're on your own. Like, I'm not going to repeat the cycle with you. When you break the cycle, then I'll be available. But I'm not going to just enable you and say, oh, yeah, bud, you know what? That's a great idea that you go and you get hooked up with the same destructive personality of a woman that you just got ransacked by the last seven times or six times, whatever, that has absolutely ruined your life, basically. And now you have to pick up the pieces after every one of them. Um, I don't yield to much of my time to those men anymore. But that's a pretty small minority. But if you're single, I want to present this as an op, uh, uh, an alternative mindset because you may be sitting there thinking, oh, you know, like you see it as something that is not necessarily beneficial to you. I would argue greatly against that that mindset. And I will speak from my own experience. So as a single man, I've now been, I have not been on a date in eight or nine years. And I have no interest in it. Like, I don't feel empty. I don't have any longing to be back in a relationship. And it's not because I hate women. It's just, I like, I like being able to focus my life on things that are critical in my mind. And that would be my spiritual life. That would be raising my children. That would be having the the liberty and the free time to go out and help other families, like go help families in need, help people in need, those things. I have that liberty because I I don't have to divide my time up in a relationship, which honestly, if you look at your relationships, they're all consuming. That is what they have become in, in most, most senses of at least the United States culture. So you don't have any time left for spiritual development, not as much. And you've just got this small little bit of each day that's left for you. And so your personal development, your spiritual journey, uh, learning maybe uh, financial things, learning, uh, reading books that would increase your vocabulary, that that help you understand humanity better, that help you understand life better, or books that you just enjoy. Uh, being able to take up hobbies that teach you new skills, that that give you that downtime to have critical and creative thought in your life. Those are all things that are far easier to get when you're single. And I look at a lot of men who are, um, I'm not saying that men should not be in relationships, not at all. But we should not see being single as something that is detrimental to a man. And you, you, have, to, like, you have to understand there's a contrast between women and men in our natures. Most women don't like to be alone. In fact, it's kind of painful for them. The, the thought of being alone, which is why I think a lot of them, they really struggle with their children growing up because to them, they see being alone. Like that's the fruit of it. And that kind of terrifies them. A man, most men I know, 
look at their kids when they pop their wings out and they become who they were be, who they were meant to be. A father feels like he's accomplished something. Like I did my job, and of course we miss our kids being little and bouncing around the house and doing crazy stuff like running through the yard in their underwear and goofy things that little kids will do just randomly. But most men are they see it as an accomplishment like yes, I have raised this child to be to embrace and to chase what God put it in them to be. And okay, so now but they're not worried about being alone. Like they don't associate their children getting older with being alone. Like that's just it just is what it is. And that's the way men I would say in general, tend to be wired. And of course, not everybody's the same. Women, on the other hand, don't like to be alone. Most of them I've met, they they don't like to. They need something. It's why social media is so addictive, I believe, to females is because it, it perpetually keeps them from having to deal with why am I afraid to be alone? Like, why can I not have a whole day with no interaction with other people? To where I can examine, step back and examine my own course in life and see where do I need to adjust things? Where am I? Where's my strong suits? Where am I weak? Um, is there anything about me that I would like to develop more or, or an interest I would like to develop f- more fully? You know, it could be art. It could be, uh, I don't know, it, 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 anything that somebody could be interested in. Since we are in a culture that has, where the men in the United States have largely been raised by uh, divorced or single mothers, there is, or, you know, they may, they maybe been remarried, but ultimately the children's father is not as much in their life in, in a lot of cases, almost hardly in their life, not by choice, but just because the court system is so racked against men in a gynocentric culture. And family courts have become a grinding mill where men just go in in mostly intact and then just come out chopped to pieces and minus their kids. So if you are single, keep in mind that you, if you're a man, you're not a woman and you're wired different. So if, if a woman, a single woman, when you're, when a man is single and he has got his financial footing underneath him, he is developing himself, maybe has hobbies it, it it could be anything. I mean, anything that helps a man to, it, it changes a man. And it you can tell by the way he carries himself, the look in his eyes, he is content. He is content with who he is. He understands who he is, why he is, and what he believes. And he's got a strength about him because of that. That comes from single periods, periods of being single. Or that's where I see almost all of it happening in men. I do not see that happening. I see the reverse happening in when a man gets in a relationship. I see the decline of his personal development, his spiritual walk a lot of times. And I'm not saying that's that's always a dramatic change. But as a, when they're single, a man seems to really want to pursue spiritual questions. When he gets in a relationship, God goes aside and all of his attention is focused on a female who is terrified of being alone. And I'm not condemning women for that. I understand that we are wired differently. But men, as you as you get your feet underneath you, if you have come out of a broken relationship or uh, well, if you've come out of a broken relationship and you are standing yourself back up again, and hopefully God is helping you. And you know, like you have got your life in order. Be aware that that is attractive to females who are not 
they don't like being alone. So they're going to look for some strength. They want something to attach to that is strong. So they're going to find that attractive. So I say this to use caution in how you interpret what happens. So a lot of people say that God brought this woman into my life. And I asked them often, I said, well, do you, are you certain God brought this woman into your life? Because Satan also brings a lot of opportunities. I see many opportunities that present themselves to me, and I know they're not of God. But they're opportunities, and initially they seem like a good thing. But it doesn't mean that God brought it into my life. And so if we live in a world where only God moves the things that we want, in reality, it's men feel flattered by it. So just because we feel flattered by that, a, that a, an attractive, a woman we find attractive who is single finds us attractive, that flatters us and it, it kind of strokes our ego a little bit. That doesn't mean that God put that woman in your life. And that's something to consider. I'm not saying that God didn't. I'm just saying that there is more than God at work in this world. So yes, God is moving, but Satan is also moving. And this is more his domain. So I am... I proceed very cautiously with about everything in my life. And I always ask God, help me to discern, is this going to be a blessing or is this going to be a curse? If this is not on the path that you would like me to walk in my life, then make me aware of that and give me the courage to move in a different way. Even though maybe everything in me says, oh, this is really cool. If ultimately it's going to be a curse to me and not a blessing, I don't want it in my path. Because I know I'm, I want to play the long game with God. And I want to take, even if it's a more painful road or the more road where I have to deal with feeling lonely for an evening or something like that, I will take that seven days a week. If that is the path that God needs me to go, because the growth that comes out of that, the strength that comes out of that on the other end is more than worth the journey. And I have lived that, that pattern out in my life for quite a few years now. And I trust God to get me there. So if you're single, see it as a, a time where you can pursue and develop yourself. Because just because you met a female who sees you as strong and attractive, or maybe she didn't even find you attractive. Maybe she just thinks that you're strong and you're like, like you're able to provide financially. A lot of times I see it as they see an asset pool. They see a a bucket of resources that, that they can pillage from. And I wish our culture hadn't become that, but I do see this frequently. And they will plunge into a man's life. There's a honeymoon period, and then she'll clean him out. She uh, makes false allegations. She takes him to divorce court. Uh, it just gets ugly, even if there's no children involved. And ultimately what she wants is his assets. That's what she entered the picture for. And that's what she wants to leave with. And, and, and that's why, because I see this repeatedly in, in guys who don't stop and ask God, is this of you or is this of Satan? The, the situation, who sent this into my life, this quote opportunity? Um, it may not be a good thing. And once they're getting their, their, once they're losing everything again, then they will entertain the idea, a man will entertain the idea oh, well, maybe God doesn't put everything in my life. And I just try to get men to look at it up front instead of saying, instead of having to have devastation, maybe ask up front if this is the course that God wants for your life. If it's not, stuff your pride 
and go in that other direction. But use that time of being single. You can go explore. You can go, you could travel. You can see the world. You could, I don't know what your thing is. You can go spend the day throwing a Frisbee to your dog who's your pal. You know, whatever it is, you can go watch your dog's, you know, cheeks flap with their heads hanging out the window. I don't know. You can do crazy stuff. Go buy a topless Jeep. Go buy, you know, take up parasailing. Take up, uh, learn, learn a new a trade, a skill. Um, learn to paint. Learn to do better banking. Learn to do better investments. Uh, it, I don't know. There's a host of things that when you're not dividing your time, you can develop things that that changed the that changes the way a man carries himself and just be aware that that is that will make you more appealing to females who are looking to attach to strength don't see singleness don't see being single as a a curse i would talk with god about it and see i in my experience watching men during the the periods of being single it is the greatest and most rapid amount of growth personal growth that I see in them. And honestly, a lot of times, I, th- I don't know if it's, I don't know necessarily the cause, but I watch them as they get approached by a female and they're flattered, that like their personal development and growth, it kind of just stops. It, suddenly their focus isn't on like, oh God, you've been providing for me. Well, you know, now it's, it, I just watch things wane and, and it, it like begins a cycle of retarding. Like they're climbing while they're single and then they start retarding when they're like in as, as far as personal development declining as they get into a relationship. And a lot of women will wind up, they want to, they will find an attractive man and out of a concern of maybe of, of losing that man work diligently to transform him into a man that other women would not find attractive. And then she doesn't find that man attractive anymore. So now becomes the period where she starts her cycle of cleaning out your assets and creating destruction in your life. I, I, I've just watched so many hundreds or thousands of these cycles in men's lives that it it's just amazing to me that we're still oblivious to it. And that we treat it as if this doesn't happen readily and daily in thousands of men's lives probably every day. And we act like it's the first time that we've ever seen it before every time it happens. But that is the nature of being in a gynocentric culture is that men don't stop and evaluate what are the cycles that I've been in? What are the patterns I've been in? What causes those? Why do I enter those cycles? And what is the fruit that is born out of those cycles when I enter them? And because men, because we're taught that our 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 destruction, our concerns, our pains, all that sort of stuff are invalid, we default to not stopping to examine them. When we're single again, that's when a man will reevaluate. If you're single, seize that time. Like, use it. Like, use it to develop who you are, to become a deeper person, to learn more about life, to learn more, to teach yourself, to learn more about how to do stuff, where to go, go travel and see things, go explore stuff, go be a guy and hang on to it. And even if you get in a relationship, don't jettison that. Keep that or she will jettison you, even though she's helping to take it away from you. It's, it's again, on the female side, it's a very wholly destructive cycle. 
And it's considered normal. And of course, we don't talk about it because that would somehow implicate that women engage in a destructive cycle of altering men to become unattractive, to keep them away from other women. And and I just watched this. It's like tornadoes that just keep swirling. And we're not allowed to talk about this stuff. And I don't really care about that. I'm going to keep talking about it. And over time, because I want there to be healing. And it's not to point the finger of blame at men or women or it's not about that. It's about saying, look, we see this and we can see this. Both of those are dysfunctional cycles or dis- or, or f- they're destructive. So how about we just stop doing that and we look like, how do we make relationships about stuff that fosters personal development, that doesn't steal men away from other men? I mean, once a man gets in a relationship with a woman, he unplugs from almost all the men he knows, it seems like. All the men who are buttressing him and getting, they were bringing positive influences into his life. They were encouraging to make, you know, to pursue his spiritual journey, to get out there and do manly things, to get out there and be alive. Um, as a woman enters that, she will slowly erode that away. She'll pretend like she wants to be a part of it and she's excited that the man is a part of it and has those connections. But give her just a little bit of time. I have watched this play out in thousands of cycles in men. She will slowly cut that off. She will persuade that man that he no longer needs that. He needs her. And I know at that point, he is going down the slide. He just hasn't slammed into the bottom yet. And I see it over and over and over. And I will not be silent about it anymore. And again, I'm not condemning anybody. I'm just saying this is a destructive, we have destructive behavior that is going on that we have been conditioned to believe is normalized, and I believe that that has been seeded into our culture by people who don't have our best interests at heart. And I would ultimately say that that is driven by Satan's part of the realm, his influence in this world. And we need to be aware of it because if we don't understand our enemy, our adversary, he's going to play us like a fiddle. We are not going to be able, if we don't know our enemy, we are going to continue to get hit, 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 And the destruction is going to keep going and our culture is going to keep fracturing. And I can't just sit by silently and watch that happen. I want to at least be a voice. I may not have the answers and my answers may be wrong, but by God, it's time to start talking about it. So that's it. I'll leave it at that. I hope you find yourself doing well. Um, And if you're single, you're doing well. Like stop, step back, reassess your perspective on being single. And then go out there and take advantage of it. Not to go out and have sex with a million women. I don't mean it that way. I don't mean it to go down an immoral road. I mean, you have a chance as a single man to pursue and make yourself, to make your life deeper, more meaningful, and, and to make your horizon, the size of your world, your perspective, enormous. With really no restrictions, other than maybe your financial limitations, stuff like that. But there's ways around that. It doesn't have to all involve finances. It involves a perspective. And what's around you? What can you broaden your horizons with within reach of where you're at? So there we go. All right. I will catch you on the next one. This will wrap up episode 59.